Welcome to Underplayed or Overrated. I'm Tom. And I'm Paddy. And welcome back to our podcast where we go through the universally loved albums from years gone by and sometimes recent years and try and work out whether they're worth the hype or not. It kind of reminded me of um, Macho Man Randy Savage where how you sort of <laughs> started off real hype and then got real, real quiet and started to talk like this and went real back and... <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, yeah, I can't do a Macho Man. I wish I could. It's my, it's my like, life goal to do a Macho Man Randy Savage impression. Uh, get practicing. <laughs> can't do it. Um, so, yeah, this week, it's a doozy. It it's, is. It's Thriller, everybody. Woo! Thriller. Um, yeah, what what more is there to say? It's it's the king of pop himself, Michael Jackson. Um, I guess a bit of background about MJ and the album, if have you got it? You yeah, it yeah, you yeah, yeah. It, it was his sixth studio album. Um, Actually, produced. Go, go. What? Oh no, I was just, I was just going to sort of say, a lot of his early studio albums were sort of Shit. Like really like Motown adjacent stuff. Yeah, that he was doing at the same time as being part of the Jackson Five. I, I've written down that this is his second Actual album, that album. grown-up album. Like, wait, because yeah. he worked with Quincy Jones on this one and mm-hmm. also on Off the Wall before this, which came out in 1979. Yeah. Um, he said apparently he wanted to create an album where every song was a killer. So that's that's what he did. Apparently, that's what he was aiming for. He wanted every song to be an absolute banger, which, you know. Please tell me that you're going to keep doing little. I, I thought I'd, I'd, I tested it out there. I wasn't going to originally. Oh, I please. If, to, if I see quotation to, yeah, marks, I've to got to try. It. I've got to do it. Okay. And when did this When did this come out? Uh, 82. November 29th of 1982. Just in time for Christmas. And Off the Wall was late... Seven, was it late 79? I tell you what, it was recorded between April 14th and November 8th. So it was what so, thriller was. Yeah, that's a long recording process. That's like what, six months. It's because he wanted them all to be killer. That's why. You, yeah. Well, they all had to be killers. And um, there you go. So uh, uh, this is yeah. his first number one album. Spent 37 yeah, but... non-consecutive weeks at number one. Seven singles were released. They all reached top 10. Um, yeah, no. I, I, 32 I think million copies sold by the end of 1983. In terms of the numbers, right, this has got to be, like, the numbers back this album up, like, big time, right? Yeah, Like, the numbers and, like, the stats and all of everything just sort of... It definitely backs up the the case for us to be discussing this album. It's the best-selling album of all time, with 70 million copies sold worldwide. The best-selling non-compilation album and the second-best-selling album overall in the united states certified 34 times platinum crazy i want eight grammys preconceptions then did you have any before you went back and listened to this album um, i mean you got it on vinyl right so you've you've listened I to mean, this album a few times so you've got it. if i'm honest with you as a kid i was a big michael jackson fan like as a young kid bizarrely in the sort of me not so much like I used to love him, like as a sort of young boy, which is bizarre and horrible and kind of horrendous to say, but it's true. Like I did, mm-hmm. like I, like I used to listen to Thriller a lot. I had it on CD. I used to sit like with my like headphones in at the at, like with my dad's big stereo, yeah, and like sit and listen to it. And like I had them all. Well, not them all, but I had like Off the Wall as well, and um, bad and bad. Dangerous. Do you remember Dangerous in the 90s one when he had um, no. black or white on it? Yeah, all of that. Like, I was a big fan as a kid. So I know the album pretty well. So for me, sort of my preconceptions, I've just jotted down here, where it's, it's Michael Jackson in it. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, all, exactly. it all got a bit weird, and then he and then he died far too far too young. Really, I mean, it's a really sad story. Not sure if we'll ever actually know 
the hundred percent truth on what he was like as a person and whether I think if it wasn't he did the things if that, it wasn't for all the stuff with the, the all the alleged stuff with kids, right? Yeah, there's a really harrowing biopic that we'll never make because of like all the stuff with him being. I think they might have made one actually when it, about like young Michael Jackson while he was still around. Uh, yeah, maybe. But like all of that, and then like his dad was abusive all the way through like his adult life as well. When he yeah, first, I mean, when he was a teenager, he made him talk like that, basically, to sort of make sure his voice kept nice and tight so he could still sing the high, he didn't like slacken, so he could yeah. still sing the notes. He was like, he got vitiligo as well. He got really, he got really bad burn. He got all his hair, all his hair burnt off in a, in a Pepsi commercial. Oh, it was the Pepsi incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like... There's a lot of different things with Michael Jackson that make him a really sort of tragic. He's such a character. such a complex character, and like I say, that we I don't think we'll ever will ever know because of. I think he almost became. It's weird, isn't it? Because on one hand, he sort of became so big and so famous that he was untouchable. Yeah, exactly what the kid said he did. <laughs> but, um, but on my, the other hand, though, I had my glove on. he was so big and so and so huge and so famous that he became a target. So you can't ever really like, and and no one will ever put this fully through court now. Like that's done. Uh, it's, yeah, he's it's, it's no one to prosecute. It's like Savile, isn't it? Like so, even if it came out, like it's actually interesting that it has. Well, it, there was a documentary, weren't there? So we'll, yeah, but again, like it was it's, it's pretty. Almost like it's just like it, it's pretty damning, and it seems pretty, but. But did it? Did all that actually happen? Like, it's, I, yeah, it's tough. It's um, and it's like we're not here to discuss. That, it's, it's like we said on the Beatles episode. Like, with all the stuff with with John and what he allegedly did. Yeah, and we like. I think when we do these, we can't get into. We've got to just look at the music a little bit. Yeah, unless we're doing means like we're not here to discuss no, that. Unless we're doing an R. Kelly episode, which I don't think we're going to do anytime soon. Like, there's Thank no God that, that Ga- guy didn't make a the Gary Glitter episode. Album. You know, like. Um. But but yeah. So so basically, uh, in terms of the, the music, like I knew I'd recognize recognize loads of loads of songs that are on this album, um, and I already. New, I kind of fucking hate the song, the title song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll get we'll get to that. Um, it's like yeah. a hit album in spite of that. I think. Yeah, I mean it's there's yeah. I, I'll save my my opinions for for as we go through it. But you're right, you're right. It is just astronomically. Crazy shite. how many songs on this. Yeah, it's so fucking that, shit. That album. I mean, that um, song is so shit. Oh, the song is terrible. Yeah, but we'll get to that. Uh, if if you are you good? Or yeah, yeah. Let's just, let's crack on. Let's, let's get just into on. it. So, um, want to be starting something? Track one. Um, I guess you're the guy with the with the fact machine with this episode. But I do happen to know that this is one of, um. Only a couple of songs on the album that that Jack that Jackson actually wrote, um, and you can tell. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he his lyric his lyric writing was a little bit uh, bizarre, right? Um, so you got a production credit on it as well. It's fucking. The the music. Oh, I, this song's great. The music on all of these songs is incredible. Yeah, that's true. Like certainly knew, the production and everything. Everything's him and, perfect. He and Jones knew how to get people that could play could play that shit exactly how they wanted it played. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's and it's so tight as well. Um, you should see the personnel list of people who play on this album. We could perhaps go through that. No, no, I, I don't mean in terms of like who's on it. I just mean in terms of how many people are playing oh, on it. Yeah, yeah, I bet there's shitloads. It's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, so I think it's like this is, and I and I actually I I wrote this before I knew that he he had a he had a writing credit on this. So I just said this is the real Michael Jackson. It's like it's weird, it's funky, it's catchy. The vocals are just insane. I think 
the the thing and who's I'll, he picking a fight with i don't it? know there's somebody in there that is like literally having a have he's like going for oh, yeah this song. I, I think i think even at this point in his career like he'd had so much animosity right is it his dad possibly uh, it could just be it could just be people that were writing him off as yeah just a like a a child like the, the line you're a vegetable yeah they all hate you you're a vegetable yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird lyric. That this is like the weird lyric. Like, it, what, I think it's, it's like, like a sort of. It's lyric, like as low bass as like. I don't like broccoli, and you're like broccoli. I don't think it's like you're an invalid. I don't know. Is it? Is it? Is it though? I, I thought it's like it, as in like you're a vegetable, as in like because he says like you're gross you're not, or something, you're not like a vegetable. Of, yeah, maybe. I, I have no fucking idea. It's it's such a weird lyrically. It's it's weird, but I, it's a long song as well. That's the only thing that sort of that sort of detracts from this song for me. I it don't is think it needs to be as long as that. It's brought back by the um, Mama say Mama Sam. Mamako Sabit, which is yeah. just incredible. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like the best part and of then, the song. You just want to do it, you want to clap along and, and sing it's, it. It's really weird though, because that's that is sampled, isn't it, on Rihanna's Please Don't Stop the Music. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, it's like that's the hot that sample is that song. So it's one of those weird ones where I think a lot of people of our generation and younger generations probably listen to that Michael Jackson song and be like before because it's it's really slowed down yeah. on the on the Rihanna song. Um but where the fuck did he come so if he's got a production credit and he wrote the song the lyrics I did he did he come up did he come up with that? That's fucking wild. Could have done. I mean it's it's so catchy. Where do things like that come from? I don't know. Like someone someone's just knows. We're gonna it, make we're like, just gonna make some sounds. And it, see what so sticks. like yeah i mean this and this this is why i love that we've come up with this concept for a podcast hopefully people other people enjoy it but what i really what i really like and i've sort of i appreciate is people that know how to write a hit song it's like i've always really yeah. enjoyed that yeah like, unlike so like i don't think any of the albums that we've that we've talked about so far, like it's not it's not music that I would choose to listen to on a daily basis, probably. But when you when you actually listen to something with like a, a bit more of a musical head on, it's like I find so much fucking cool shit in this. Like it was, it, the production, it, 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 like the it never it never stops and in all the way through this album, yeah. like what I'm sort of looking Quincy Jones doesn't write any of the lyrics, but he's no. the lead producer on every single song. Yeah. So he's clearly just like a king arranger of songs. Like yeah, he's just like I, I I have a lot of love for like music producers and songwriters. Because and I always find it so weird because it they make money, but they're never they're never there's like there's very few like Quincy Jones being one of them, I think. I think he's probably where, the best like, one. Where, where like, there, there's very few that are as recognisable as the people that they're working with. Yeah. Like, and because they, you know, you could be the best fucking record producer ever. And it it's highly likely, especially in this day and age, nobody will ever fucking know who you are. And you get no. paid, you get paid good money but you're not making as much money as the artists making are you like no um, but yeah so but yeah this is great i think one thing and i'll probably repeat it about a dozen times through i mean there's only nine songs so it's probably only going to be nine song times but at max but the ad libs yeah on this album and that's that's Michael, that's not, when he's that's like, no one else. No when he's one else singing things where, over the top. Yep. Yeah. Like, nobody just, is telling him where shouts to, in, no one is yeah. telling him where to put there. Like Quincy is going to him on it on mostly songs and he's just gone. Do some ad libs. Right, go back in there. Yeah. And just chuck some ad libs in there. And I think sometimes like his hee hee and stuff like that, like people take people have taken the piss out of that. Yeah. But his ability and it's it's not it's not what he's saying, 
It's like with the lyrics on that. It doesn't fucking matter what the lyrics are. The way that they're sung is so good. I, we had a discussion about this like halfway through the cycle between episodes yeah. where we were talking about this over text. And I had no idea about the fucking vegetable thing because I'd never really listened to the lyrics. It's just, you, you, you listen, listen to it as like a big slab, don't you? Because it, yeah. everything that's going into your ears is just so, it's just so fucking good. Yeah. It's only when you actually focus in on the fucking words and you're like, what the fuck is he saying? <laughs> like, you're a vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, the ad libs are so good. Like it's just little, little hip. And like, yeah. it's just, it, it shouldn't work, but it does because he knows where to put them. Yeah. To just add. It's, everything's so rhythmic, isn't it? Yes. Everything's so syncopated. It's and, and, it, and he, yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. Bringing us on to a song that is way less known. I'd never, I'd not really thought, I think this song is forgettable. I don't know, it's one of my favourites. Yeah, I agree. You forget it's fair, but it's fucking good. Because it's not one of like the lead It was written by Rod Temperton, who is a local boy. He's he's from Cleethorpes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So not locally, that local, but local enough. Yeah, yeah, just down the the, the, um, M180. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he wrote a lot. Well, he's got two credits on. Sorry, no, he's got f- three credits on this album, including Thriller itself. Which I mean, is he from Cleethorpes or is he from Grimsby? But doesn't want to say he's from Grimsby. He's probably from Grimsby, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> that's what people say when, they, when they're he's from, from Grimsby. Grimsby. It's Raj. Actually, just like, oh no, I'm actually from. I'm actually from he, south um, of the river. Uh, <laughs> he was. Um, sorry, Gr- sorry, people from Grimsby. No offense. He was in a band called Heatwave. Oh, right, okay. Um, and he did Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Okay. He did that one. Oh, okay. Um, That's a tune, by yeah. the way. He's a um, big deal. <laughs> He's big, Always big time songwriter. Yeah. Um, he, was the best ta- he was the best in Cleethorpes. So what I've got here on Baby Mine is Stonking. Yeah, I've it put, stonks. It slaps. Soulful, funky, clean. It's clean. Uh, the chorus is is probably one of the best on the on the album, in my opinion. Yeah, there's a, there's a key change. The melodies, the harmonies, again, the ad libs. Like it's all it's all just. I've it's got so I've put clean. The, the electric bass makes it sound a bit like a Sonic the Hedgehog level. Because <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's like a, a Michael Jackson stage. Ba-ding, ba-ding. But, Collecting the rings. Yeah, it just needs some ring sound effects on the top. And let's, not, let's not talk about rings. Um, <laughs> don't want to know. <laughs> don't want to know. Not when we're talking about Michael. Oh, Jackson. Michael. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's fair. He loves stealing rings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Put it on my glove hand. Oh, God. Okay, stop. Right. You can't defame the dead. Can't defame the dead. Um... Uh, danceable as fuck you can put it yeah. on at a wedding and the handbag dance crew will enjoy it yep no I, I i really like it it's become because it's not one of the hits it's become like i sent you the bill cosby like stank face yes when i initially sat, listened to it another person we probably shouldn't be yeah. given any time of day true to. um so Yeah, I don't really have There's not really much more to say about it. Ed Ed Temperton slaps. Yep. So. And then it leads on to maybe the worst song on the album. Number three. Was this the... If you have a look there, what was the first... Was this the first single off the album? This is another one, by the way, that was credited to Michael Jackson writing. He's a little fucker for that, though, isn't he? Now, I don't know about you... But this song sounds... So basically, spoilers, uh, this song's featuring uh, our good friend from the uh, Abbey yeah, Road old, old episode. Pa- old Paulie if, Mac. I hope they come out in that order now. But um, <laughs> otherwise you I know what I'm talking about. But Paul McCartney. Uh, but it, I don't know about you, but it really sounds to me like Paul McCartney wrote this song. It does, doesn't it? But apparently not. Apparently not. Um, the girl is nine. Is the girl is nine? Is a German version. No, the girl is mine. Um, 
released October 18th. So yeah, it's the first so single. This is the first single, which I can kind of see why. Out. So so basically, he knew that uh, he'd be hitting a home run by featuring Paul McCartney. Yeah, he's got a Beatle on it. It's this. He got he got uh, panned by a critic because she said it was pandering to the white audience. Yeah, and that's that's sort of my thing. So it doesn't belong on this album to me. No, like, it just doesn't belong. Like, very, I'm surprised Jones produced. Like, no, it, nobody should nobody should have let McCartney anywhere near this album. Like, there, there's just no reason for him to be there. Um, it, it's this song's so him. It's not really Michael Jackson, but Michael Jackson apparently wrote it. it I think it just sticks out. The, like the doggone girl is a very Michael Jackson line, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it. It's good pop writing, but it's just not really like anything else on the on the album. It's weird how it goes, baby be mine, the girl is mine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah, put, it doesn't really belong on the I record. It doesn't slap. No, it does not slap. Um, I've put cheesiest of Cheesy Paul. Paul can be very cheesy, and this might be peak Cheesy Paul. I would say so. When he goes, the girl is mine. Yeah, it's like you don't need to do. He can't even do a, like a baritone. And at one point, he, he like does a really low note where he goes, "She's mine." And it's like, oh, it sounds like death metal, <laughs> like, like do like doom metal, like a typo negative song or something. Uh, so I will tell you what else is. Shit. He also says his famous line. Michael does. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Blech. Ew. That's what he makes that noise like an architect song. Blech. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Blech. <laughs> and the beat drops. Uh, I'll tell you what else is shit. Thriller. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've written it down as fucking actual thriller. Gimmicky, strange, and kind of shit. I've just put... N- what I've put. Yeah, I've put. No notes. Let's discuss it live. <laughs> it's like it's weird as fuck, isn't it? Because it's... It's not a song. It's a music it's video. It's a music video. It's a music video. It's like they came up with the idea and then got the guy from Cleethorpes to write something around he wrote, the Apparently, idea. he only wrote... It says he wrote it on here, but I think he only wrote the Vincent Price spoken word bit at the end. Ah, uh, maybe. I don't. Even though it says he wrote it here, but I don't know. So I've seen, I've seen it, it, seen it written somewhere else that he didn't like. He, he yeah. wrote, but yeah, it's it's just such a weird concept for a song. I don't. It's just a gimmicky shit piece of pop music. You, you can't f- listen to it and not think about the video. Well, no, exactly. So, and that's it. Like, it can't be listened to on its. Like, you, you wouldn't just play Thriller, would you? No. For fun. No, I would only at Halloween. It's the only time it ever gets played, isn't it? Yeah. It's iconic and you know it's like fingers though, it's one of those, isn't it? We've all heard it a thousand times. So yeah. it's it's impossible to be objective about it because we've got all those um associations with it already. But that being said, if I'd never didn't know who Michael Jackson was and I heard it, I'd be like, What the fuck is this shit? Yeah, you know, you know, like out of context, no video, just played. Is it better or worse than um, someone is watching me by um, that bloke? What's he? What's his name? I always feel like somebody's watching me. That one that he kidnapped Michael Jackson to sing on. What was his name? Rockwell. Rockwell. Is it better or worse than that song? Wait, that, let's just let's just discuss that for a moment, because I don't really know much about the story of that oh, one. Oh, yeah, it's so. a good one. So Michael and Jermaine are both on there. Did he have to like, get Jermaine, so Michael, Jermaine Michael to was, do? Yeah, so Michael is in the chorus, and then Jermaine does backing vocals. Because I always thought that was a that was a Michael Jackson song. I didn't realize like I knew no, it was earlier, it, much earlier than I think solo he saw career. him in the studio or something and made him come and I do know, it. It wasn't earlier; it was after. Yeah, it was, in, it was still Motown in '84, so it was after. 
after it sort of stopped releasing stuff on Motown. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... And then an absolute fucking chunk of songs... Yeah, this, this is where it, this is where the fun starts, isn't it? But that thriller is the end of side one. Oh, is it actually? Yeah, and then oh, side okay. two is just a fucking. Again, just... that sort of makes sense because thriller's long, right? So you can you side, sort of see side two now. of thriller. Yeah, may, side might two, side might two be the is, best is side of, the best, of a record yeah. of all time. I I the fucking hell yeah, like it's. Okay, so where do we start? We start with Beat It. Oh. Is there a better song? No. By anyone. A, <laughs> by an, an artist like Michael Jackson. It's got everything, hasn't it? It's like, it's crossover. It's got yeah. rock. It's got, you know. Well, it's a rock song. This yeah. is a rock song. It's there's a rock no, song. It's not, it's nothing. Michael there, Jackson. There's nothing else about it. But writing, this is, writing credit on it. Yeah, it's like, this is, this is like. This is someone who's made a career out of soul. I don't know. Was there much on Off the Wall? Soul-wise? No, I mean, like, rockier stuff. I don't um, think there was much, was there? What's it called? The, the big one off there that's not... Uh, I'm looking it up. Um, off the Wall. Oh, what was on there? I played it in my cover band, uh, Rock With You. Rod, yeah. Te- Rod Temperton again, by the way. Uh, rock With You is not a rock song, though, is it? No, but it says rock it's in soul. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just mean, what, what, other, what other hits were there on Off The Wall? Um, There's like two or three, right? The actual song got... Oh, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Yep, that's soul. Um, the actual song Off The Wall. No. Not a great song. I feel like there was one She's more She's Out song. Of My Life. No. Maybe that's it. Then. I think that's it really. Yeah. So, Paul McCartney so yeah. did write one on there. He wrote the song yeah. Girlfriend. I don't know it. But oh, I do. It's like a like a barbershop so, thing, isn't it? So I do up. Beat it then is the first like this is this is like someone who this is a gamble, I think. Yeah, it is. This is a fucking gamble because everything so far on that on that A side is like funk and soul adjacent, right? Even thriller. Thriller's not. It, it is it a gamble? Weird is it a gamble, or is it still saying this album, this song, everyone's gonna like this? Rock yeah, people well, are gonna no, like I, this. I, I, it's, it's my not, fans are gonna like this. Okay. When I say it's a gamble, I don't necessarily mean it's it's a as in like this is. I think gamble then may be the wrong way to put it. This is this is Michael Jackson turning around and saying, "Yeah, I can do whatever the fuck I yeah, want." Yeah, I'm going to do this, and now. I'm going to be really good at it. Because yeah, because I think he realized with this album that he could write, that he could that he can sing anything. Like he's yeah, not just he a can do anything. He like, can do anything. He can sing anything, and this song, yeah. one of the best rock vocals of all time. Yeah, yeah. This um, song and this and also Eddie Van Halen, yeah. Who rang uh, Quincy Jones rang him up and said, "We would like you to come and do something on on this song that Michael's working on, mm-hmm. and we want you to help us change music forever." Yeah, well, but, it did. And he said, and that's how we got him. In, that's how like we roped him in to do it. He said, "Well, if that's what you're trying to do, how can I say no to that kind of thing?" And then also, they paid him with a case of beer. Ah, nice. Which is just the most Eddie but, Van Halen thing ever. But like with this, it it does change everything because this is the probably the first time where an artist is doing rock music. It's like it's not a band. Yeah, it's, it's music that traditionally would have been played by a band, right? Like who was doing that before before Michael Michael did it. Nobody. I don't. I don't no think one. anyone is. Not not in that, not in that sort of world that Michael Jackson's from. Anyway, it's like this is a pop star saying, "Yeah, like, I can, I can do, I can do rock that as music well. as well." Like, that's our shit. It's like one one note that I do have is Take like it back from the Beatles. It's like 
from in sort of three songs here across the the sides. So I guess the 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 back end of of side A and the start of side B. It's like we've gone we've gone like McCartney sugary pop music horror horror joke song to rock like it's a fucking trip this isn't it yeah it's he does everything he's got everything going people back then listening to this like the first you listen to the first two songs and you're like yep this is like classic mj and and then you go oh i'm not sure i'm not sure about that and then and then it's like what the fuck is this and then flip it over and then gone Oh. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, this is this is not what I signed up for, but I like if it. If you're listening to the first half of, of the album, like you probably after that you flip the album over, you might even be thinking, "I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I want to listen to the second half of it." Yeah, yeah. And then you, you, you know, you do because it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, beat it is amazing. It's, I think, unfortunately, it it it's. A little like thriller and a little like the song we'll get onto in a second. It's it's a little bit over overplayed because of just how fucking good there's, it is. There's no weird owl without this song. No, that's true. <laughs> and he lives in he lives in my head vent free whenever I hear this song. So I'm like, eat it, eat it, just eat it, eat it. Also, I really like not the owl version, the regular version. I really like all the ad lib sounds of people going ooh. Like they're fighting. Yeah, again, like, like I say, brilliant. Yeah. Like it's just it's like a, having a street fight. Billy Jean, yeah. So yeah, on to Billy Jean. So again, another. So thr- like I say, like Thriller, Beat It, and Billy Jean. Like, is there a more famous consecutive three songs on an album? Ever? Yeah, it's like they're all just astronomically well known, right? Yeah, and it's like it There's keeps no it keeps them. the tempo up as well. Like the first two tracks on this side are like yeah, well we're, we're Billy Jean dance tunes, aren't we? I just said like it's like this is just sort of back to sort of more of a it's soul, but there's like almost like a disco thing going on with it, right? Like it's like dancey, yeah, dancey, dancey. Like it's like dancey, right? So soft A's. um yeah um what have i said oh keep that to myself um (laughs) christ um so so yeah it's soulful again i was said it's 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 so overplayed by middle, middle and old aged white people but it still slaps right i think like the choruses in this song like that, like that change where it goes into the, you know the people always told me when it changes there, and it's just like the, there's so much tension in in the way that 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 this song is constructed. Yeah, because it doesn't resolve until it goes back into like it, it's almost like it's it's like it's keeping you on the the core yeah. the whole chorus like keeps you on like this like weird like strings you along and then it resolves back into the the Billie Jean part again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um music talk everybody. I love how it's all like the, the verses as well. Like how it's all built around that baseline and everything else is just doing yeah. little textural things and there's so many different instruments in the background yeah, just I doing Yeah, you've got the the most notable ones are the yeah, the guitar. <laughs> and the of course the synth. Yeah. There's like a sort of panpipe thing in the second verse as well. So yeah. It's like so yeah. mad. It's just like Well they're not they're not like saturated with it's stuff. Perfect. Are they? It's just the a perfect amount. I've that's what I've written down. It's just a perfect amount yeah. of stuff yep. all the time. Mm-hmm. 1.5 billion plays on Spotify. Christ. God is damn. this is is which which song is his biggest song? Is Billie Jean his biggest song? I think it's probably one of the biggest songs. I'm struggling uh, to think. Beat it, Billie Jean. It's got to be. It's got to be. One see of what his, two, his right? top five are on Spotify. Oh yeah, because he's really 
he really cares about the numbers he's doing. <laughs> well, no, but it's a good indicator, <laughs> it isn't is it? It is a good indicator, yeah. Number one, Billie Jean. Yeah. Number two, Beat It. Yeah. Number three, Thriller. Number four, Smooth Criminal. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Number five, Chicago. I don't even know what that is. I think it might be like... Is it off a movie soundtrack or I think something? it's just popular currently. Like, All right. It must be off like some sort of TikTok or something. Retrospective <laughs> or whatever. Then rock with you, don't stop to get enough. Yeah. The way you make me feel. Ah, the way you make me they feel. They don't care about us. And PYT is number ten. Okay. So it's a solid set list. Yeah, so anyway, uh any more about Billy Jean? I don't think we I think no. this is one of those songs where we don't it's, really it's hard, isn't say it? Much With songs it. like this, it, you don't have to because you everyone knows yeah. how good they like, are. If you if you haven't heard Billy Jean, what if you the haven't fuck are you if doing? you didn't know Billy Jean by Michael Jackson is good. Just hot take. Yeah, I mean and if and if you are listening to this going, Oh, what, maybe I should listen to it. Just stop. Just you've, stop this. Stop this episode now, and just move on to a different one. Because you've heard you, it, you know it. If you can't, if you can't, yeah. Just we're telling you, it's like it's fucking good. If we're like hitting Michael Jackson fans with this, who might have found this, like we're not telling you anything you don't know. What we're trying to do is just sort of pay homage. Give, I guess, pay homage. Bit. Give our perspective. Sort of. I don't know, like joke Come around on. with it a little bit and just, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, give our give our takes on stuff because, you know, yeah. everyone wants to know what we think. So, moving on then. Human Nature, seventh track on the album. It's a short album, but so Which, fucking more, well, more well put together. Um, I've just said, like, this is, this is your soulful ballad. Uh, this is probably the most well-known of the not-so-well-known songs on this album. Yeah. I always think it's, it's, like bit, you, it's you similar heard... to Man in the Mirror, but better. Yeah. No, it's a great song. I just think um, there's this, like... So just, just to sort of context with that. So with Wanna Be Starting Something, you've probably heard the... I'm not saying it, the, the Spanish... <laughs> is it Spanish? It is. Right? I don't even know what it is. Uh, but, you, you know, that that bit, you've heard that. But outside of that and the three huge songs, it's like Baby Be Mine, The Girl Is Mine, PYT and Lady Of My Life, you you might never have heard. That's how strong the hits on this album are, is that it's it's the best album, it's like the best selling pop album ever and one of the best selling, well, the best selling album of all time. Yeah, there's a bunch of songs on here that you'd be remiss to, to remember really um this is this is not one of them i think this is a good song but it's not it's not billy jean or beat it is it um no the guitar work is is super cool yeah but that like middle eight or like interlude bit is like is, little like, chattery bits that it does it's bugging me now and because the, the, for some reason the keyboard is like did, 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 did. The, the, like little like arpeggio bit where yeah. he's that's great that bit that's my favorite um, part can you just can you just hit pause a sec? Yeah. I literally just... Okay, so the bit where he says why oh why but in his sort of beautiful like yeah, falsetto. Like, like it's it's just so good. Butter. Maybe the best part of the entire album and it's a, it's a good album. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep repeating the word because that's butter. what it's like. It's fucking butter. That middle eight bit, it's it's I think you're right. I, I would agree. Like it's that's the best like ten seconds of music yeah. on this album. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Because that like the synth, the arpeggio, and he like oh, it's I so think good. What's good about this album is it makes you feel everything. Like it's got sad, it's got happy. You know what I mean? It's got angry. Oh, absolutely. It's got and everything. It's just like the way that like there's bits like that, and it's like the. The core, like I said about the chorus in in Billie Jean, it's just so clever musically because, like, it that bit in Human Nature, the bit that we've just spoken about, yeah. it's like going off a fucking cliff. Yeah, because it's just like it's just like a soulful, it's a ballady song, like it's like a bit. In a way, sweaty, it, it like builds it, it up with that, that little that little refrain where it's like, it's like really really maudlin and then it's just like it like calms you pupils dilate moment just like yeah it's unbelievable 
Um, and that's that's what good writing does, right? That's yeah. It's it's so well written, it's so well performed, and it's so well produced. And those things don't all go together because like that's the thing. Like this is the perfect mix, isn't it? This is like legendary producer, mm. someone that could do it all in terms of the actual performer, yeah, and a bun and a collective effort to bring in people that knew how to write the the best songs for Michael, right? So all of that just comes together here. Yeah, I've written down, like, his voice is so buttery for all his faults and things he had to deal with. He's probably the greatest pop star of all time, and this, is the album. this album is the one that got him there. His dancing, the voice, yeah. his look at the time, he, yeah. had, he had it all. Like, yeah, yeah, at that point, there was nobody else like him. No, it's a complete home run for for record label. Yeah, right. Because because was what what label did this release on? It's not a Motown record, is no, it? No, I don't think so. Um, Epic, right? So, yeah. So basically, like I say, like record labels have obviously sniffed around him for years at this point probably yeah because, well yeah, he was motown wasn't he for, with, well, with the, jackson, with jackson five. five he was on motown right and and a lot of people would have probably been sniffing around him right from the start like this kid has got everything and this is like i say like this is the one that made everybody stand up and actually everybody sit up and pay attention really um again on on this song the ad libs again are so good yeah, on human nature, like the ad libs in this are great. They're just so good. They're they're good on every song, but it was it stuck out to me on this one. Apart from a bit, I mean, it's not an ad lib, but when he goes cha 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 cha, because <laughs> it's like the lyrics. He's like said it before already, and he just sort of says he just like scats it for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, why? <laughs> It's That's for one part of the out of the song where I'm a bit like, eh? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Okay, so swiftly, moving on. Yep. BYT. Um I just put stonks. Yeah, slaps. Um, written slaps. Bit creepy though. The spoken Pretty word young in, thing. spoken word intro and the title have not aged well, particularly no. with how things at the time. He's not referring to people that are much younger than him, though. Um, not written not written context. by Michael Jackson. James Ingram apparently wrote yeah. this. Mm, a bit weird. Uh, but, but yeah, you know, the chorus slaps. Yeah, yeah. That um, call and response. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, it's so, so good. And the little... It's a bit, it's a bit Prince, actually. Yeah. Like, it's a bit um, like something off of um, Purple Rain or something like that, almost, mm. but not quite as sexy. <laughs> Prince, like Michael Jackson, but, but sexy. sexy. <laughs> like Michael Jackson, but make it sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and not as good. I actually saw, there's a funny thing. Like a Prince thing. Have you, you seen that? Uh, we'll, we'll get into this because we will eventually, I would imagine, do Purple Rain. But you, do you know about the whole Dave Chappelle Prince thing? Yeah, you sent it earlier. Insane. It's so insane. And he was apparently actually really good at basketball. Yeah. Have you ever seen the clip where he's at one of his concerts and he's got a basketball hoop? No. And he's got his fucking guitar on and he's got a no basketball. Way. And he's with hoops like... 40 feet behind him and he throws it behind his head and gets oh, it in. Man, we're going to have to fucking look that up when we do when we do a Prince episode. But yeah. Just the man. Anyway, not Prince. Yeah. Not Back Mike, to the other Mike, King of Pop. Michael. Um, so yeah, so that leads us into Lady of My Life. Final song of the record. Yeah. Um, Meh. I've written Meh. about this one. That it's the ballad t- to get girls to fancy him, yeah, yeah. Like he's trying yeah. to, he's trying to get like the heartthrob one, yeah, to like get girls to like him. It's definitely not the best song on the album. 
He's Ed Temperton again. Rod Temperton, even. Sorry, Rod. Can't defame the dead. Is he dead? I would assume so. Yeah, he's dead. He went old, either 66. Oof. But yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, he, look, he, he looked this. every bit of it like. Oh, really? Yeah. Not, not much defame, to say about this. Can't be dead. Not much to say about this one. No, no, not really. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I've got on it. Um, Rashida Jones is the daughter of Quincy Jones. Correct. I feel I just find that fascinating. Like, that's it, really. Like, she's like an actress, and he's like yeah. a legendary music producer. She, she was. I wonder like, how she, I wonder she, how she like got a star force behind the documentary. About, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About I forgot about that documentary. Um, there's, there's quite a lot. Is of he still famous, going? Like, he can't still be going, can he? Quincy Jones. Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, he's ninety. Yeah, boy. Cool beans, all right. That okay. The, the, so, one, the one surviving contributor to this album, it seems. So, end of the album, then? Yeah. Um, have you got some, have you got like a, like a closing shot on this one? Um, I just think it, it deserves to be maybe top of the list, this album. It's, 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 um, you know, like I think more than any, and I think as well, just for my own taste as well, like in terms of how this album goes and probably how it's influenced me and how I like look at music. Yeah. It's a big one for me specifically, but yeah. Okay. I don't know. So the vocals on the record are insane. Yeah. The ad libs are impressive. Everything's. Melodies are just clean. They're so good. Some of it sounds a little dated, but. Yeah, it's of its time, but it's also my biggest my biggest problem is I think I kind of wish that the hits from Bad were on this record and the stuff that shit on this record wasn't. Because yeah, if, I know what you mean. Like if, if, if like if, Bad if, was if, on like, it, like Bad, Dirty Diana, and Smooth Criminal were on this record, it would literally like that's you, basically a Michael Jackson greatest hits album, though, isn't it? Like. I don't know. He's, there are other songs give a, on give there. A it's a like the way he made you. me feel and stuff like that. But in terms of like iconic Michael Jackson, there's five songs, isn't there? Th- two of, well, there's six songs, but I would get Thriller as far away from that as possible. Yeah, but there's there's like five songs, and and two of them are on this record. And you can see that that with Beat It and Billie Jean, that that's he's setting the direction that he wants to go in. Um. I think this this album's great. I think it it deserves all of the plaudits it gets. I I don't think it's it's the best album ever. I, I'm not saying I the just, best ever. I just mean like in terms of like if you put in a but it's if you put in a album. handful of records together, like it's got to be one of them. Like if you're looking at albums made versus like a person's output of music. Yeah. No. This is this is like I say. I don't know enough about. Off the wall and bad to say. Does it let him down I that there's this is quite a few album. songs that he didn't write on it? No, because he wasn't a writer. Yeah, but I'm actually surprised he's, how many of them he did actually write, not, and, and they're usually the biggest there's, ones there's as well. Absolutely nothing wrong with someone not not writing. It's weird, isn't it? Because we've done two in this session. We've done Abbey Road by the Beatles, and we've done Thriller. And they're so contrasting, right? Because the Beatles, it was all about four dudes that were that were, were writing the songs collaboratively. Yeah, they were credited. One of the one of the Beatles was credited with all of those all of those songs. On this, it's not not nothing to do with the songwriting. I think we did. Did you not sort of preface the opposite of that? This during the during the the Beatles run through didn't you where you said about like the contrast between do you know how many, how many musicians Bennett. played on this album go on about about 42 42 different musicians yeah inclu- including like eddie van halen steve luca steve lucifer from um from what's that band no to- from toto all oh, right okay um vincent price jeff Picaro played drums for steely dan 
Um, oh, damn it. You, have you actually managed it? Have we recorded three episodes of this podcast and you have managed to shoehorn Steely Dan into every single one of them so far? Yep. Yeah. But like, Conspi- leg- is, legend- is there a conspiracy here? Legendary studio gunsl- gunslingers yeah. played on this album. Like, everybody. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Everybody. Janet Jackson's on it, apparently, as well, which you might expect. Yeah, I kind of feel like this This was probably the sort of time where she was just, like, following him. She did backing vocals on track eight. Just following Michael around, just doing shit. Yeah, yeah, learning. Yeah. Ready to pass the torch. She apparently yeah, has yeah. one, like, good album, doesn't she, that everyone goes on about. Really? Apparently so. I don't see it personally. Uh, well, it's not. I've not seen it on any of the lists no. that I've looked at to get albums for the no. show yet. So, if I come, if I if I come across it, I'll 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 definitely nah. pop it on there. Nah. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, good album, great album, fantastic album. Yeah, very, very, very good. These haven't been very scathing so far, have they? But there's gonna there's gonna there be some that we, one of us doesn't like or one of us really likes and uh, it's gonna like be I more say, of this, a this one for me I feel a little bit controversial that I don't rate it probably as highly as I maybe should. I don't know. But there are definitely It's just so high it's just so high level. I don't like. Yeah. Like I say, when when you actually really like dig deep on on this album like it's just insane right yeah it's the attention to detail it's just mental the dancing <laughs> the dancing that's involved uh right okay well on that note i guess uh thanks for listening if you've stuck with us all the way through that one uh check out the description below if there's a record that you rate super highly but everybody else says oh, mate that's shit let us know we might consider it for a future episode doesn't have to be like mega mega it's like we're gonna run out of ideas eventually here so the more that you can tell us about the better um yeah yeah and we will catch you in the next episode drop us a like share with your friends su- subscribe to the pod if people still do that i don't really know yeah, I think that's how you listen usually, isn't it? You have to like hit that subscribe. Yeah, button. you have to, you know, add it add us to your feed. And I've been Tom. I've been Paddy. And this has been underplayed or overrated. We'll catch you in the next one. Sibby. Bye.